We're getting to the bottom of bad farmer advertising. Listen to the all-new Creative ICU podcast series as we scrub up and dissect the most fatal ailments affecting healthcare creativity. Listen weekly, wherever you get your podcasts. Proudly brought to you by AdvertisingHealth.com and the London International Awards. Your payoff has been researched to death. I'm going to need a bigger blade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Creative ICU. We are about to scrub up again and chat to a fellow London International Awards juror. Today, we have uh, the amazing Dr. Arjan Fidelina, who um, served on the pharma jury with myself. He is a phenomenal uh, leader. Uh, he's head of innovation and impact at the development, a new agency. Uh, and he was you know, a voice of reason and calm and um, clarity in, in a jury room, fraught with discussions and debates. So it was fantastic to serve with him. Welcome to the show, Arjun. Oh, thank you very much. Kind words, kind words. <laughs> Brilliant. So, uh, Dr. Arjun, the format of the show, we ask every guest to please uh, bring a patient in, a piece of work that you saw in the jury, and uh, let's chat about it. So who is your patient today? Sounds good. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it. And I thought it might be interesting to talk about a piece that didn't actually make the shortlist. Um, so my patient is Tesfire, which mm. is an anti-inflammatory. Um, I believe it is manufactured and marketed by Amgen and AstraZeneca together. I think it's co-marketed. Correct. But um what I think was, it's, and the product is for um, asthma, so a second line asthma. Um, you know, I think what's interesting about um, these award shows is sort of thinking about the pieces. Um, as you go through them, obviously you're kind of culling things. And then, you know, when you, when you leave the show, you sort of sit there and say, well, what, what do I remember? And I remember um, a theme that came up over and over again, and that was one where, um, animation was um, was used to display emotion and like deal with really complicated thoughts. And so this was one of those pieces that used animation in that way. Um, but when I thought about it, um, I was wondering, you know, I, I liked it because it had this kind of um, representation of representation. In other words, I feel like it was this story around diversity equity and inclusion. And um, what I mean by that is you see all these different stereotypes of people, you know, coming to the fore and like suddenly doing something that you would never have expected given that stereotype. So like a, a really notable character was this like macho buff mohawked guy who buys a set of flowers and and he's, he sniffs them and he's, he's joyful. And Clearly, as you as you see the commercial unfold, you realize that he's only able to sniff them because he has this anti-asthma medication. Um, so like, it's a little sort of charming like um, play on our expectations. Another notable moment was um, when this um, person like goes hog wild on this uh, on this motorbike and then like zooms up, or I think it's not a motorbike. It was like a actually I don't know. I think it was a motorbike because. Um, the helmet pops off and it turns out to be this woman who happens to be black. And as the helmet pops up, you see all these natural curls come out. And, you know, obviously the person who's watching this happen is like surprised and they, and they have a good laugh. Um, 
I'm not quite so sure how that fit into the asthma treatment uh, um, line, but but you know perhaps I mean I believe that's kind of the reason why it didn't go so far. It it, it didn't generally um, connect the dots for you, and it wasn't as explicit as I think it could have been, because the subject matter um, and and the and the intent was so I called it charming, not to be demeaning at all, but but you know how often do you get charmed by a pharmaceutical advertisement. So it's notable also for that reason. Um, so that's, that's, the, that's the commercial that I, I, I thought I was struck by. And um, I guess why I think it's important to raise it is, you know, in addition to um, the, the fact that it, it, it had this beautiful craft, but didn't necessarily, you know, um, hit the mark in storytelling. And I wanted to talk about that. Um, I did want to raise that that this this notion of like diversity, equity, inclusion being such a notable theme, um, and it's and it's not just that one. I mean, there were tons of um, I think uh, storylines um, that had this kind of like outsider story um, that was kind of underlying underlying um, the promotion. And um, one other thing, I know we should I shouldn't go too far, but like there was that bunny commercial. I'm sure someone's going to talk about this on the series. Yes, yes, the um, the trapped uh, commercial for Inzmed, Yes, with the bunny. Yeah, yeah, which was also you know quite cute, and that in that like this bunny gets rejected because it has a ripped seam and it gets sewn up um, by mm-hmm. this um, by this mm-hmm. clinic. But in all the, in, there were a lot of um, uh, spots um, and and other media that um, were dealing with the subject of when you're healthy, you're an outsider. Mm. But what's different now, it seems, um, is people tackling the theme of empowerment, not just as, um, it, uh, not through the lens of being an, of of the individual, mm. but it's almost like social commentary. Like what happens to people who are rejected or feel rejected or feel outside, and like that, especially given the times that are happening today, is a, a really notable kind of shift in how um, agencies and creative people are telling stories and what they're observing about what it means to be healthy and not healthy. Um, so I think that the, you know, I think the reason why I raised it, even though it hadn't necessarily, um, you know, performed to, to be on the shortlist, I feel like it does sort of um, raise the topic and remind us that actually health and, and health care can be quite a platform for communication. It definitely is, you know, I, I don't want to say a theme because you don't want to trivialize it to uh, as such, but we are seeing more and more work that does speak uh, to these topics, which is fantastic. Like we do need, uh, we need to open it up and I'm, I'm glad to see a branded, especially a co-branded, oh my God, imagine mm-hmm. the, the, the gauntlet of clients to get through. Um, doing something different, and uh, you know the premise of BU is 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 lovely. You know, who, no matter who that is, um, and here's a treatment for you. So, I think it 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 started to scratch on all of those um, lovely sentiments. I, I wonder, you know, where do you think it fell short? Like, why did this piece not make the shortlist? Yeah, I, I do think it's you know connecting the dots to the the intent of the the, the promotion, right? Or not not promotion, but the communication. You know what is what is it trying to say about the drug, and you know not all the vignettes successfully explained or illustrated 
the role that this product has in helping you be you, right? Um, it did demonstrate that people could be themselves and it was, you know, but though surprising was really a wonderful kind of commitment, right? Like you can be you and you can feel good about yourself and others around you get to appreciate more of you. Mm -hmm. um, and that element of surprise is not a bad thing. So that was great. But again, you know, at the end of the day, these, um, the, the, these, these, these nuggets of creativity are intended to tell a story about the product and, mm -hmm. and bring that, uh, bring an understanding about what you gain from that product to, 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 to the, the to consciousness. It's, a, it's such a good discussion, this, because we saw very little work, which was true branded uh, DTC direct-to-consumer, sort of North American, you know, I, I think that's a big different, a big difference in terms of what people are allowed to do and how far they can push creativity. Because when you look at globally, how branded pieces of work live in the world, it is a little bit more relaxed. Um, and what I found with North American, in particular, um, branded communication is, it is formulaic. There is a VO telling you what you're seeing, and it is a little bit on the head and on the nose. Um, and it's kind of, it's a bad template, but it is, it's required. You know, we all know those, um, those meetings you have to go through to get work approved. And I think the agency tried here with, with the craft, lovely craft, beautiful, you know, perhaps they could have tried a, a newer animation style, something a little bit fresher. Um, I always look back to that, remember one word, that project um, for constant therapy that I think Area 23 did a while ago where that animation style at that time was just so different and it stood out from the sort of Pixar-esque um, CGI style that we're seeing a lot of today, which is great. But again, kudos to them for pushing um, into an animated spot. I think that that really elevated it. But when it comes to the storytelling, there was no room for interpretation. And I think that's what's missing with all branded work. It's like, you know, it's like, we have to allow some audience interpretation or connecting the dots, um, you know, leave people with a bit of a something to work out or a cliffhanger or, you know, don't reveal the story until the end or give people something to really uh, fall in love with your story. Otherwise it is when that spot plays, you know, it's an ad and, you know, as opposed to you think it's a, a you, you sort of follow the story, um, so that, that for me is where it fell short, where, you know, it, it felt like uh, just another uh, branded spot. But I do, I could see all the attempts that they were trying to make, like just, you know, just sort of not breaking through. Um, but a, a great example of, of, of where to start pushing. Yeah, I think, I, you know, these, these conversations help us too, right? As we're doing our own work and, and thinking through what it is that we would do differently um, and, 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 and uh, sort of drive towards excellence. I think, um, yeah, there's a, I, 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 I'm picking up on this kind of um, need to have a, a, a through line. And, you know, um, I don't necessarily agree that we need to have suspense where it's like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? But we need to have that connectivity so we know, we, so we're interested in, in seeing the next vignette and then the next and so on and so forth. I, I totally agree that, you know, if you have, you know, these 30 seconds and sometimes a little bit longer, you, you might, you might, you, you need to make sure that the person wants to, to hear your pitch to them. 
um, and and pull in uh, a little bit uh, closer to the screen to to see more. Um, I, I mean, and truthfully, truth be told, the the there were the, the juxtapositions between you know my expectations and the unexpected actions um, did pull me in enough that I'm talking about it. So in fairness, you know I feel like they did a they did a good job there. But but again, connecting the dots to the the, thera- the, the therapeutic. Um, and the, and a reason for 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 taking it is where I was uh, where I think it fell a little bit short uh, for at least the short list um, and and or if not more, um, mm. you know. I, what what do you think about? Uh, I by the way, going back to this point about about themes, um, uh, I I don't think it's it it's um, demeaning or trivializing to to talk about DEI as a theme um, of you know. That has is emerging when we're looking at these things retrospectively. You know, um, I th- I think what is kind of for me, I think like a call to action could be to to recognize that um, you know all of us, no matter your your race, creed, um, sexuality, etc., can potentially fall into the sphere of otherness and. I do think that anyone who's interested in communicating with the health within the healthcare space could see a new kind of communication topic that isn't just about you know um, you know this functionality of the of the drug, but in fact um, this that 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 it's you can also have a very um, strong commentary on on social um uh contexts without being overly political and without being um um i guess disparaging to any one community and you know health is the is the great um uh i guess equalizer in some ways um so it's it's uh, i think an important opportunity uh for creatives to um who are in the industry and also outside of it to really think twice about about what they can do in this field. Mm, that's such a good point, Arjun. Thank you for, for bringing that. You know, I think all the creative teams who are listening, use your briefs to tell stories that are about inclusion, about diversity, about making a difference in your small way, in your role. Um, we have that opportunity and we have that that uh, power, you know, to, to do it, to nudge our clients along, uh, to tell uh, better stories that are, um, you know, more diverse in thinking and, you know, are, are, are better serving our, our ever-changing world. So please, you know, use, use that, um, consider it, every, oppor- every brief is an opportunity. Um, I know we're running short on time, uh, Dr. Arjun. We only booked the operating <laughs> room for 15 minutes. Um, what's your prognosis, I guess, for the industry after seeing a, a breadth of work, especially in pharma, where you get to see the real bread and butter of our industry and the creativity level um, at the London International Awards. What's your, what's your overall um, message to the industry? Oh, um, that uh, the work is getting much, much better. Um, and it was actually a, a real, um, it was exciting to see, um, well, to hear stories and see visuals that were compelling and, and, and not uh, fully um, kind of, 
uh, stereotypical of, of, of the communication styles within this industry. Um, and I think, um, you know, I just want to see more. I, you know, I, one of the things that I am sort of recognizing is that, you know, I, I, as you know, I was a health and wellness uh, president at, at Ken Lyons, and I feel like health and wellness has got a lot of great submissions. Um, I think it's clear and easier for people to re recognize when something could fit within that world. I think for um, for this particular uh, jury or, or, or category uh, of pharmaceutical, I think it's important to recognize that it doesn't have to be just about pharmaceuticals. It could be about medical uh, devices. It could be about um, anything that requires access into the healthcare ecosystem um, through another um, agent, whether that agent is a payer or a, uh, or a pharmacist or a, or a physician. Um, and I hope that by thinking of the category that way, we can um, actually see more submissions because I don't think that people really recognize that they could fit into this category. Great. Well, thank you so much, Arjun, for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Hope to see you soon in a, in a jury room or just for a, a catch-up and a drink. Um, lovely, to, lovely, lovely to have you on this show. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Who approved this?